Selling with authenticity. It's building that relationship. about the value. Because you want to make that impact. It can make you happy. Elevate others around Welcome us. to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your home for authentic, effective, and socially integrated sales strategies to help you master the art of selling. Join your co-hosts Larry Levine and Daryl Amy, along with some of the world's best sales thought leaders and practitioners, as we explore ways to help you grow your sales. Welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Oh, you know what? What a year, Daryl, this has been. I mean, so many great things have happened. One of the highlights for me is every time we get to podcast, I absolutely love speaking to our guests on the Selling from the Heart podcast. It's been an amazing year. Here we are at the final day of 2022. And we've got a new year right around the corner. You may be listening to this in the new year. So let's just go ahead and say it, Larry. Happy New Year. <laughs> this is going to be a phenomenal year. We've got some incredible things in store for everybody in the Selling from the Heart community. And if you're new, this is a growing movement of sales professionals that are dedicated to being genuine, being authentic, building trust. We call it Selling from the Heart. And Larry, just around the corner, our New Year's present surprise gift to everybody is going to be the 2023 authentic selling challenge and it's coming your way in just uh one week january 9th through 13th it's just a, you know this is our third annual and every year it just keeps getting better and better this year the roster guests are unbelievable unbelievable from don barden to meredith elliott powell to uh Brent Adamson to Colleen Stanley and the one and only Amazing. Liz Wendling. Amazing roster of guests. So you don't want to miss this. Go to AuthenticSellingChallenge.com. That's AuthenticSellingChallenge.com. Get your ticket for free. Thanks to our generous sponsors. We've got an incredible roster every day at 12 noon Eastern time. We'll be live. Come live if you can. If you can't make it every day, go ahead and register anyways. We're going to videotape this. We'll send you the recordings. It's going to be incredible. The AuthenticSellingChallenge.com. Larry, I'm so excited. And, and today, as we wrap this year <laughs> up, we'll put a bow on 2022 and kick off 2023. I can't think of a better topic and a better guest than uh, who we have coming on the show today. Yeah, you know, Daryl, you said put a bow on it. I think we need to put a stamp on it. Put a stamp on it. That's that right. one, Daryl? <laughs> I love it. Well, um, we're so excited to have Elizabeth in the in the house with us today on the podcast, in the studio. There we go. Elizabeth, it is such a pleasure to have you here as a guest on the show. And, and we're I'm so excited about this timely conversation. No, but hey, just, thank you, but, I had no idea I was going to be the last guest of the year. I am truly honored. Oh, no, this, this is great. And, and we can't wait to dive in. But I do have to give a quick backstory. And I just wanted to give a special shout out to a dear friend of Elizabeth Cottrell's is Teddy Burris. I met Elizabeth because Teddy reached out to me. It was this past summer. I just get a quick LinkedIn message from Teddy. And he goes, you've done a wonderful job in how you've marketed your book. Will you have a conversation with Elizabeth? And I said, absolutely. Of course I will. 
And that conversation led to a good friendship. It led me to reading Heart Spoken. We're going to dive into this book, but we just can't wait to dive into this. I just wanted to give a special shout out to Teddy. Elizabeth, welcome. Thank you so much. And I would like to join your shout out because Teddy is practices what you preach and what he preaches and, um, and he is a dear man. I love it. I love it. Well, as we get started, Elizabeth, you know the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers, and that is, what does it mean to you to sell from the heart? You know, I, I, I love thinking about this, um, and I was reminded of our hometown um, a car salesman, um, whose car dealership, whose motto was service after the sale, second time. But for me, selling from the heart is service before the sale. Uh, I just think that that's the whole mindset, uh, whether you're selling a product or a service or or a, or a ministry or a message. Um, I think the, the focus has got to be on servant and service. You know, hey, Daryl, I love this because, we, you know, over the years, Elizabeth, we've heard it all. I mean, we've heard everything when it comes to what's it mean to sell from the heart. And I love what you just said is service before the sale. And I think before we really dive into this, I'd love to peel this back just really quick, Daryl, before we dive in is what does service before the sale look like to you? I'm just curious, Elizabeth, walk us through that. Cause this is, this is great. Cause it's, it's rare that we hear somebody say to serve and to bring service before the sale. Well, and, 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 you have a section on, on servant um, leadership, but I, I think that it's just a matter of if you've got an existing product or an existing service, before you try to sell it, you need to think about how it's going to serve your, your audience. And I have a quote here and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it, but <laughs> Frederick, Frederick Beekner was a, um, a writer, theologian, and he wrote that your vocation in life is where your greatest joy meets the world's greatest need. So if you can't figure out what need you're meeting, then you really need to think about what you're selling. And, um, and, and I think effective selling has got to, to be a win-win um, to be serving the, your, your customer as well as you. I love that quote. That's one of my favorite all time <laughs> quotes. Um, and, and if you think about that in the context of sale, where your greatest joy re meets the world's greatest needs, this is something that we're really passionate about. It's selling from the heart is sales professionals understanding their why, understanding their purpose as they show up um, for the world. Because when we show up with authenticity, with an alignment, uh, or as our friend uh, Dave Sanderson says, a congruency between who we actually are and and what we're bringing to our clients, uh, that's when things get really, really good. Absolutely love that. Absolutely, I totally agree. Well, this is a this is a great time of year because I love you know we've all been and most sales professionals. If you're a sales professional, you've sent out some holiday cards, right? This time of year, you've sent out Thanksgiving cards. Maybe you're getting ready to uh, send out. Uh, some some notes to your clients and prospects and, and partners as we head into this new year, just celebrating this new year that's ahead. So this topic right now of really being able to put together heart-centered messages out to people is, is such a timely topic. And I'm curious the backstory on all of this. How does Elizabeth get to uh, this point where you've become such a global advocate for um, sending encouraging notes? 
I love that global word. I think that's what. <laughs> but you know what? And Larry, I, I give you full credit for that when we had our first conversation. I think I have done what so many people do, which is think small. And you you use the word, um, uh, oh gosh, now it's going to not move. Yeah, movement. You use the word movement. Mm -hmm. And then I, I got off the phone with you and I thought, why not? I mean, why not? So to answer your question, though, Errol, um, it started because I've always been, I'm, I'm at the age, at the maturity seasoning, where I was taught to write thank you notes and sympathy notes and notes of all kinds. And it was manners and it was, it was good etiquette. But the day that, uh, that happened, the story that I'm going to tell you happened, um, I became a believer in realizing it was way more than etiquette. I received a letter from a woman I had never met and she had just lost a son to suicide mm -hmm. and I did not know her. I did not know her son, but I knew her son's fiance and I had written her a, a note. I don't even know what I said, but I just felt so heartbroken for her. Apparently that young lady sent my note to her mother-in-law or her future mother-in-law and this woman in her heart ache over her son wrote to me that she said, I, you're, you're let save my life because it came at the worst time in my life. And I've read it 25 times and it just gave me such comfort. Well, that was a light bulb for me uh, wow. that, that I would have written something that I knew was from my heart, but I didn't even intellectually remember what I'd said but that it made that much difference, not only to the person I wrote it to, but to somebody else as well. So that's planted the seed. And then I started thinking about it. I wrote a few articles about it that were published in various places. And finally, in the April of 2020, a month or two after COVID started, my daughter for my 70th birthday called and said, Mom, I want you to get that darn book out of your head and onto paper. I know that your calendar has just gone from completely full to completely empty. And to make sure that you do for your birthday, I'm giving you some time with a friend of mine who's an accountability coach. And she's going to call you every week to see what you've done and what you're going to do before she calls the next week. So Daryl and Larry, it. I got that book written that first year of COVID. And the second year, I figured out what to do with it, and that's how it happened. Oh, this is oh, this is this is so wonderful. I mean, we're we're gonna dive into some really great stuff, and I'm and I'm looking at um, I'm looking at your book. By the way, I encourage everyone go grab a copy of Heart Spoken. But what I what I really love, Elizabeth, and maybe the backstory behind this even more is I love the subtitle. And everyone just key in on this: the subtitle is "How to Write Notes That Connect, Comfort." encourage and inspire and i say this for a reason because i'm a big believer here at selling from the heart and we coach to this that the words you use and the messaging you use has the ability to inspire and influence so elizabeth just walk us through this how, the, the whole the whole concept behind connect comfort encourage and inspire through the well, power of the written word Part of, um, of, the, of the answer to that, the answer to Daryl's first question is that I have long believed in the power of connection. And I have been blogging for 15 years about the power of connection and what I believe to be life's four essential connections. One is with our higher power. 
One is with ourselves, one is with other people, and one is with nature. And I have found in my own life that when my life is out of kilter, I can almost look back at those four and invariably one of them is out mm -hmm. of whack or I haven't, mm. I haven't complicated it enough. But today, and what you are working on, we, we're talking about our connection with others. And, um, and I just think that that, that takes place. I just feel like pen and paper are such underrated, underused tools. And what I really tried to do was to get, obviously I talk about the sympathy notes and the thank you notes, but I also try to make the case for all the other times when you can reach out with a very simple, very short note to let somebody know that you're thinking of them. And um, if, if you haven't heard the story, but I bet you have because of what you all do, um, in 1978, in the Guinness World Book of Records, there was a salesman named Joseph Samuel Gerard, yep. who won Best Car Salesman of the Year for selling 1,425 cars in a single year. The way he did it was with writing notes. Every sale he made, he wrote a note thanking them for the sale. And then every few months, and he paid attention when they were talking to him, so he knew a little bit about their lives. Every few months, he would just drop them a lot, hope everything's going well. You know, how, how are you doing? I remembered that your son was getting ready to graduate. Hope that went well, that kind of thing. Every few months. And so you can imagine the next time that family was in the, in the mood for a car that he was going to come come to mind. Or if they somebody said to them, hey, Joe, I'm, I'm looking for a car. You, where did you get yours? He was going to refer that guy. So to me, that's just a really fun sort of correlation between sales and, and note writing um, that is accessible to anybody. I love it. I love it. And it's so simple. It's so powerful. I've got a story to tell. And then I, I want to ask for some uh, just practical coaching. And my story is this. I have a, a son. He's a freshman in college. And last summer, uh, I was so proud of him. Larry, you know this story. I know the story. He um, he, he loves to play, play French horn. And so he um, is a, a really smart and talented guy. So he picked his five dream schools that he wanted to go to, the best French horn studios in the country. He called up and set an appointment with the French horn uh, professors at each one of those schools, which I'm already proud. Right. So we go. I take him on this road show tour uh, to go meet all these amazing people. But the icing on the cake and where it got really great was uh, the week following our road show. He comes walking to my office and he's got a pen in one hand and a stack of envelopes in the other hand. And he says, Dad how do I put an address on this envelope? <laughs> I wrote thank you notes. So I, first of all, I was like, yes, he wrote thank you notes. Uh, second of all, the funny thing was he didn't know where to put the return address <laughs> and where to put the stamp. But, but we coached him on that. I am proud to say he got his dream school. He checked in at Vanderbilt. Oh, in, yay. Uh, yeah, so just really, really awesome. Um, and I got to think the thank you card uh, did was a huge part of that, uh, that acceptance and generous scholarship offer. So uh, there it is straight from an 18 year old. I want you to know it still works. And uh, I was so proud of him. But when you think about thank you notes and when you think about writing notes that connect and encourage all the things we're talking about here, um, Coach us, if you would, for a few minutes, where do we get this wrong? I, you know, there are so many people listen to Selling from the Heart 
write thank you notes and they write encouraging notes. We receive them, which is so cool. Uh, many people in our audience use our From the Heart Cards service. In fact, you mm-hmm. can check that out at fromtheheartcards.com. Um, other people send handwritten notes. Either one is really, really encouraging to me. Where do we get it wrong and, and where do we, where, what do we need to do to really um, make these notes stick, pun intended? Um, well, of course, I talk about that a lot in the book. But, um, mm-hmm. but where, where two couple of things come to mind. People think that they might say the wrong thing. So then that paralyzes them and they don't say anything at all. Hmm. Um, I think that may be more true with sympathy notes than thank you notes, but still it's very true for all kind of notes. And the answer to that is, and you may be surprised to hear me say this, most people won't remember what you said exactly. What they Mm -hmm. remember is how you made them feel and how you, in fact, you took your time to write. With thank you notes, what I love to tell people is be specific. So instead of just saying for a Christmas gift, thank you for the lovely Christmas gift, um, thank you for the bowl. It's sitting on my kitchen table right now, and it reminds me of my grandmother's bowl or something, uh, something, mm-hmm. some way to not only convey that 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 you are thinking about that, gift, but also that you have a plan for, for using it. Um, in your life. Another thing about thank you notes in terms of corporate application that I think people forget, obviously clients, customers are wonderful, wonderful people to write thank you notes to, but your, your associates and your coworkers and your employees um, to, to say, thank you for referring Joe to me the other day. Um, thank you for recommending that book. It was really helped me. Um, you know, Thank you for the great job you did on our in our meeting yesterday. It really helped to get our objectives accomplished. Um, and they don't have to be long. That may be the last thing I'll leave you with in terms of thank you mm. notes. They don't have to be long. Um, one of the sweetest notes I got after I helped with a, a volunteer event, the president of the organization wrote and said, thanks, thanks so much. We couldn't have done it without you. That was all. But it was all I needed. Mm. This this is this is so good and I, and and everyone I was telling Elizabeth prior to us starting the podcast one of my favorite sayings is what's forever old is forever new. These are the things that we were taught right when I was in school when all of us of that mature age were in school we were taught how to write thank you notes and thank you cards and notes of appreciation and and here's what's interesting still to this day everyone who orders a book at Selling from the Heart dot net forward slash book i send them a handwritten note and my handwriting is absolutely atrocious elizabeth but i try that i try i try there you go it's on it's on the book (laughs) but i try really hard but the point behind this is a vast majority of the time when i get a thank you message back Mm -hmm. first thing they remember besides they got a copy of the book is i hand wrote a thank you note Stop and that think so about cool. that. If you know, we, we all we all think, well, how do we rise above the noise as salespeople? How do we stand out? It goes back to what Elizabeth writes in Heart Spoken. It's the simple things. It's taking a sheet of paper and a pen or a pencil and taking what's in your head and in your heart and just throwing it out on a sheet of paper. 
and sending it to somebody. Absolutely. That is absolutely um, what I write in every book that I sign is whether whether written or spoken, words from the heart will never fail you. And I, I believe that with all my heart. And I believe that that is if 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 you have any qualms about writing a note, just take a, a 30 seconds to take a deep breath and just connect with your heart mm. because it will it will not fail you. Um, and, and so and what's fascinating, Larry, with that, everything old becomes new again. The science is catching up with some of the values that we've had for generations. Um, Dr. Brene Brown, I'm sure you know her work, social mm-hmm. scientist. He talks about we are hardwired for connection. And there is neurological proof that that's the case. And that those people that are the most resilient, the most successful, the most happy are the ones that have nurtured relationships in their life. And and uh, it, so it's just fascinating to me that it all it all works together really is beautiful. And and you think about even also just the concept of gratitude and what gratitude does to align us. Wow. It, it's, it's so interesting as you say, say, pause for 30 seconds to get into your heart, but there's nothing, there are very few things that I think can pull us back into our heart faster and more effectively than just taking a moment and being grateful. And, and so I start my day every morning as I plan my day, I write out six things I'm grateful for. Um, one of the things I'm now thinking, committing to is we're, uh, we're doing this podcast. I'm going to say it live on national television here and radio, because this is a global show, Elizabeth, <laughs> um, is I want to end my day now by sending out a thank you note. I don't do that as consistently as I'd like to. And I'm seeing right now in, in just in this moment, the ability to take, you, know, you get to the end of a day now. I start my day with gratitude. I want to end my day with gratitude and frame everything that's happened throughout that business day um, and frame it well, end it well. Not all days are wonderful roses and you know, candy. If you're in sales, not every day is going to be peaches and cream, but the ability to, to put a period on the end of the sentence of that day and have that be a moment of gratitude where you reach out to someone uh, from that day. What, a, what an incredible way to frame the day and set up the next one. So thank you for your encouragement around that. I'm, I'm so inspired by this conversation. Well, that means a lot to me. And if I may just make a suggestion for helping to ensure that, to make, make sure that's going to happen is make it easy for yourself. And by that, mm. I mean, have all of your supplies together. Get your, you know, you obviously have the selling from the heart stationery or no cards, mm-hmm. but you know, make sure that they're right in, in one place and your stamps and your address book, or obviously that's probably on your phone, but if it's hard or if you've got to spend any time at all, just find what you need to do that to accomplish that, you know, it's less likely to get done. Um, the second thing is, is don't beat yourself up if you don't do it every day, but maybe try to do two the next day. Yeah. Catch up. So that's, that's my goal now, Larry <laughs> is what 50, we'll do 50 weeks. I'm gonna take a couple of weeks of vacation. That's 50 weeks five days a week, 250 cards next year. We're going to do the uh, 250 challenge. We're going to talk about this all <laughs> year long, that. Elizabeth. Yes. So this is a 250 card challenge. And that this is, um, you know, this is such, we live in such tough times right now. I mean, you know, most, most industries uh, that, that our, our folks are selling into, 
there's something going on right now in the economy, in the world that that makes a lot of days, let's just be honest, challenging. We got to take phone calls about why is the supply chain broken and I can't get my stuff? Why is the price gone up? All of these things really can weigh us down as sales professionals. But I think right now what you're talking about here is a key to staying engaged, staying positive and finding um, even on some hard days, finding that silver lining that's not only going to make your life better, but it's also going to make the lives of the people that that you work with, your clients, your prospects, your partners, your teammates, all of those. We got such an opportunity right now to shine like stars in a world that's, that's, you know, an economy that's pretty dark. And I think your message is so, so important right now. Well, I thank you. And I, and I love the synchronicity between, between the doing and, and, and what you're doing and, and what I want to do as well. It, it really mm-hmm. does. And all of those things, the, the, gra- the practice of gratitude, the practice of writing a note, they all are getting out of ourselves. When we can get out of ourselves and get back focused on that other person, other people, then that, that just goes a long way towards I love it. Getting, us, getting us where we want to go. Yeah, you know, th- th- this is so interesting. And, and I-, I think this crosses the generational divide because, you know, quite frankly, and I'm just going to throw it out there, we have gotten lazy in how we communicate. We have so many ways to communicate now. And you're going to, you're going to, you know, there's going to be some people out there go, well, I can just send that person a text or I can send that person an email. Yeah, you can. But think about all, I, I mean, just think about how many emails people get a day. Think about if you're in that texting world, how many texts people get a day. Mm. I will tell you this. When I go to my mailbox, the first thing I look for is something that's a little bit different, right? Yeah, that's true. Something that's a little bit different. And here's what I mean about a little bit different. A handwritten envelope (laughs) is going to catch my attention right away. And I want us to just think about this, right? And Daryl's holding up for all you guys who are watching on YouTube. Daryl's holding up cards. But just think about this. There you go, Larry. Don't be an empty suit. But the power of a handwritten note, that's exactly, I mean, I mean, I absolutely just devoured your book, Elizabeth, because Mm -hmm. this is different. Though no. it just, but why do we make it so difficult, Elizabeth? I'd just be curious as we wrap this up. Why do you think we make this so difficult when actually it's so simple? Well, it is, and but but I think we need to be fair and say this world that we live in, because of social media, we probably have a lot more names that are in a lot more people that are that are in our sphere of influence than people, you know, twenty years ago, and mm-hmm. so. You know, and, and so I think it's going to be very a very human response to say, oh, that's too many. I can't possibly. Well, it's just like the, the little child throwing the starfish back in the ocean. You know, you just yeah. got to start somewhere and do the best you can and, and, and prioritize if you need to. But um, one of the uh, some of the advice I give to people about Christmas cards or holiday cards is, OK, you've got 200 people on your list. Send 10 of them Christmas cards, send 10 of them New Year's cards, send 10 of them Valentine's cards, send 10 of them <laughs> you know, St. Patrick's Day cards. You can it's spread always it a up. reason. Yeah. And <laughs> it's then, so good. And also, I think we should talk about the, the excuses people give, and some of them are valid. People have mobility issues, arthritis issues. They can't, you know, send out cards <laughs> is a great service. And there are mm-hmm. some amazing 
amazing um, artificial intelligence uh, and, and technical services that can emulate um, handwriting, but it's your message. And so I hope mm -hmm. reading my book won't think it's all about the handwritten message. What it is is about the heart spoken message, and that can come in different forms. I love oh. it. Wow, Elizabeth, I have a feeling that we're this is going to be the last time we get to chat, I hope. This is, you're a true Selling from the Heart friend and champion. I love your message. I love what you're all about. Tell folks how they can get more Elizabeth in their lives. Thank you so much. Well, heartspoken.com is my website. Um, and heartspoken.com forward slash book will um, teach, take you to everything you need to know about the book. And, and once you're on the site, um, I've got lots of information about connecting on social media and and uh, email and everything else. So um, I I, it, it. it's a privilege for me. I love what you all are doing, too. I, I, you've you've inspired me because it's made me think bigger um, about what I'm doing as well. So I really awesome. oh, that's great. Awesome. That's so good. Thank you so much. Elizabeth. Yeah. Thank you for sharing time. This has just been wonderful. We appreciate you. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year and Happy New Year to everybody oh. in the audience. What a great way to round off 2022, jump into 2023 with this incredibly practical message about gratitude. Just awesome, Larry. It, it's uh, and, and, I, and I love what Elizabeth said, because, right, it may not have to be that handwritten Carter, that handwritten note, because there's other wonderful services out there. Mm hmm. But it's the title of Elizabeth's book that stands out. It's heart spoken. That's right. Are you delivering a heart spoken, heartfelt message? Because, you know, we always talk about this in Selling from the Heart, Daryl. It's speed to heart. That's it's right. how fast can you get to somebody's heart and make them feel comfortable about you? There's so many different ways to stand out, but I suggest I so. everyone just go get it. Go grab Heartspoken and just devour the book. This is great. I've just, you know, no one keeps emails. But I've got this stack <laughs> of cards here, right? I, and, yeah. and you can take, and, and if you're not, you know, if you have handwriting like Larry's, hey, I get it. <laughs> that's, that's a challenge. You can put a card together. And I love personal, the way you personalize this card to me around, you know, we had fun. We had, hung out with Gittimer. We put it on social. And next thing you know, there's a card in my um in my in my mailbox right and this is this was over a year ago and i still have this card i'm going to hold on to it and that's where i want to encourage everybody join me in this challenge next year 250 and 23 we'll come up with some clever marketing around it but let's let's show some gratitude uh this coming year let's leverage this opportunity and uh, if you want to send a card if you want to know how to do this uh, we talked about send out cards you can go to fromtheheartcards.com and you can get access, the ability to, to put together some really like heartfelt um, cards here. Father's Day right here. So many fun examples on there. But Larry, wow, what a year. We got the new year kicking off here momentarily. You're probably already in it if you're listening to this. So happy <laughs> new year once again. And we are going to be hanging out January 9th through 13th at the Authentic Selling Challenge. You don't want to miss that. Put that on your calendar. Go to AuthenticSellingChallenge.com. Register and do us a favor while you're there. Share it. Share it with other sales professionals in your bullpen, your clients, other peers, uh, because we are bringing to the table some world-class coaches to help us kick the year off strong. And we want to make the biggest splash as possible as we are 
building this movement of authenticity here in the sales profession. Larry, what a pleasure. And I'm just grateful for all that's happened uh, this coming year. I'm so excited about all the things that are going to roll out in the year to come. Yeah, I, you know, I'm super grateful. And, and I, I've shared this time and time again in our time together is who would have thought five and a half years ago in starting the Selling from the Heart podcast that it would turn into what it's turned in today. I appreciate you. I know Daryl appreciates you. I'm just throwing the open invitation out. Will you join us on helping us spread the word that selling from the heart does matter? Join our movement. We would sincerely appreciate it. Yeah. Now, when you tune in next time, we're launching an all new format for the Selling from the Heart podcast. We've got some new exciting features. And it's the same familiar, friendly faces, friends. And we work um, hard on this stuff. Oh, it is we good. Work lots hard of hair and makeup. makeup. Oh, lots of investment. We're kicking it up to the next level. I think you're going to love this new format coming out. So make sure to like or subscribe and uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. See the incredible makeup artistry that Larry does every show. <laughs> you want to join us on YouTube. Stop. Hey, we're excited. Happy New Year, everybody. And until next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic. Keep adding real value. Send a card and most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.